All right. Hey, everybody. Sup? <laughs> Welcome to the second episode of It's a Good Yeah, this podcast. is a legit second episode. <laughs> the actual second yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. There's no <laughs> episode two, part one. There's no none of that. Just official episode two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the phone charged? Oh, the phone. Yeah. I think so. Okay. <laughs> We're going to fucking find out. So if you stop seeing us halfway through this, uh, just be sure just to listen. Computer's plugged in. Got power. Yeah. All right. We'll cool. just put a picture of you and I for like the remaining yeah, part yeah. of the audio. Yeah, like yeah. candid photo. Technical difficulties. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we don't have any um, promotional photos together. No, we don't. I know. We, we need gotta, some we of gotta, those. We got to get that going. We do. A lot of props. Yeah, for sure. Big hammers and stuff. Big. Thumbs up. Thumbs turning. Thumbs up. Yeah, hell yeah. It's dude. a good. It's a good. Crying, but like with the thumbs up. Yeah. Yo, something, good. something. Uh, I was talking to Betsy and she was telling me her favorite part from last week's episode was um, something that you had said about like when your parents are like hitting you and they don't want you to cry about it and then, or, or threatening to hit you rather. And then you grow up and you're like, well, that's like, why don't you express your emotions? And it's because you've been bottling them up. You yeah. Know? And how that resonated with her. And I think mm. that's the essence of it's a good podcast. The thumbs up with the tears in the eye. Literally. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude. Everything's good. <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about when people ask you? I mean, I feel comfortable telling you exactly how I feel when you tell me. How are you? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, when people tell you, like, do you think it's awkward when people, like, just a random person is just like, how are you? And you, like, tell them honestly how you really feel. You know, oh, um, I I would rather just tell them honestly how I feel, mm-hmm. you know, because I think it presents just uh, realness. Yeah. You know, I'd rather somebody think that I was genuine and uh, fucking sad sack than... Uh, <laughs> Then for me, like, oh, that Richard's always, like, happy and fake. Yeah. You know. It's a little hard sometimes, though, because I do feel like when we're hanging out, I'm, like, just, it's good to see a friend. Yeah. So I'm happy. Right? Uh, But um, there's, like, I remember the first time we recorded, I hadn't slept all night. Yeah. Because the baby was, like, crying, he was teething. So when I saw you, I was just like, let me just let you know, dude, that I'm so tired right now and <laughs> that's important for me that people know where i'm at yeah yeah for sure i honestly you didn't even like look tight you guys do a good job mm. of like you know remaining yourselves and like yep. still you mean in a just good working <laughs> with 40 percent of our brain <laughs> hell yeah do dude. a good job at yeah, that hell yeah dude. shout out to all the moms and dads out there with yeah, little babies literally i'm like you're doing the Lord's work for like when I have kids it's crazy because like right now like I we were talking about this I don't think like I have enough time right now or like I make excuses or whatever mm. but it's like when you have kids you really can't make excuses mm-hmm. it's just like either you want to get shit done or you don't yeah you do, like you have to just get it done but then here's the hard part when you finally do want to break uh, you, you're like okay let me take a second to breathe you feel like the laziest fucking person in the world. Mm. <laughs> you know, I mean, let me spend 15 minutes playing video games and I feel like I am wasting my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard. You know, you have to really, it's a lot of brain work to just be like, okay, yeah, no, no, I'm doing the right thing. I can, I can take a break. I yeah, can you deserve that. Decompress for yeah, a little bit. You deserve you know? it more than if you didn't have <laughs> yeah. kids. Yeah, poor, for sure. poor Betsy's been like uh, in school and so she's been doing a lot of homework. Mm. and uh, she came back from doing homework she was like at Starbucks doing homework came back and uh, I was like hey take a second to decompress she's like no I need to help you clean the kitchen I'm like take a second (laughs) decompress she's like okay thank you so much and then I like I'm like picking up some stuff in the kitchen and then I come back and she's doing homework I'm like I just told you to to relax and she was like oh I'm sorry she couldn't help it she's such an amazing person I thought you were going to be like and then she came back and the kitchen was on fire yeah yeah exactly (laughs) babe where's the fire extinguisher oh no I've never let things get that bad in my house um, where they caught on fire yeah me either yeah me either I've left candles on though when I wasn't at home with my dog still there, which is really bad. <laughs> Shouldn't do that. I'm glad you're practicing on a dog <laughs> first, dude. Speaking of dogs, it was your dog's birthday. It was. 
Which you know I'm very upset at because last week you didn't even tell me it was your birthday. <laughs> but, but I you told were you. so adamant about your dog's birthday. You're like, yo. It's because she's so cute. When you open her mouth, she has a little underbite. She's like, she like would have a lisp if she was a, like an actual baby. Yeah. <laughs> she's so cute. cute. She's so cute. <laughs> I'm trying to like think of a dog voice. I'm like, I love your mumble. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, oh god what a disturbing dog Poor dude Nai-Nai. she's a yeah, sweetheart she is she's a sweetheart you haven't actually met her she's not a sweetheart when you first meet her because no? like since she doesn't know you i'm a dog person though like yeah? dogs love me dude okay i'm dog whisperer. we're gonna have to okay good we're gonna yeah. have to have you meet her because yeah i'm just gonna be, we're just gonna a... i'm just gonna grab her head and we're just looking at each other <laughs> in the eyes she's gonna know my soul <laughs> she's gonna be like and i'm just gonna this is him this yeah, is him this is him <laughs> And then she's going to come home with me. And I'm going to take the dog. And uh, you won't have one. My mom was like, when we slept over her house this weekend, I was like, Mom, my doggy has to sleep with me. She's my service dog. I need her for my anxiety. (laughs) For real? No. No. But. I was laughing and I was like, wait, maybe I shouldn't fucking laugh right now. (laughs) No, but like I was just making shit up because I wanted her to sleep with me. And my mom was like, no, 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 no. Que va a ser un perro en la cama. No, no, no. She's like, she'll sleep downstairs with the rest of the dogs. And I was like, she's not just a regular dog, mom. (laughs) She's my dog. My mom's like, no, no, no. She's going to be fine. We're just going to make her a bed down here. My mom was still nice enough to like put like a little nice little carpet with like a blanket and everything. Spray some Febreze on there. (laughs) Sweet. Mom, you don't understand. My dog's not one of your savage dogs. (laughs) She's not one of those. My dog has a bow tie. (laughs) Have you seen that TikTok where it's just like, uh, I don't know the beginning part of the TikTok, <laughs> but then it like transitions into I want waffle fries. And like it's always a dog. Like so it's like a regular song and then like they put their dog in like a privileged position, like almost like a human. They like make their dog human. Mm. And then they're just like, I want waffle fries. No, I haven't <laughs> it's seen It's hilarious. That. No, I'll have to it's show very you. Very much a dog mom TikTok. It is. Yeah. <laughs> the algorithm works. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Like, I don't really see too many dog TikToks. Uh, for me, it's more just obscure, weird humor <laughs> that makes me laugh, dude. Again. The last TikTok I saw was like this dude, and he was singing to his girl. Uh, you know, he was like serenading her mm. in Mexico, and then uh, and then a dude like pe- peeks his head out while he's singing to this girl from <laughs> inside the house, and then like the other guy that's recording, he's like, "Ah, oh, cabrón." And then the dude kind of comes out and he just puts his arm around the girl that's getting serenaded. And the guy that's singing is just like, Ugh. he's like singing and crying at the same time. It's so funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, I'd be there. I'd be <laughs> Have there. you seen the Happy Hispanic Heritage Month? And it's like a drawing of the Yahweh. <laughs> no, yeah, I did see that, dude. Immortalizing that moment, Yeah. Dude. That's so crazy how like moments and social media have now become like cultural moments yeah and even like like even cross cultures because i know that friends of mine uh that were raised in texas Mm. lived in in boston uh because they're mexican they know that they know that like scenario so well that we can relate on that we grew Mm. up in completely different places but we know yahweh por favor (laughs) and then you know uh or the dad at the end like um Mojaste, verdad? You know what I mean? And the kids all like so mad. The dad, just to be recorded. The dad was recording the whole time, bro. What an asshole dad. It was dude. the dad? Yeah. Wow, that's bogus. It's always the parents. Oh my God. Yeah, man. They let him fight. I, I, that's how I broke my arm when I was a kid. My brother and I were just fighting on my parents' bed. And my dad and my uncle were just watching us do it. And then my brother uh, kicked the legs from underneath me. We watched a lot of kung fu movies back then, and I fell off the bed and I landed on my elbow, broke Ooh, my elbow. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. and then my dad had to pick me up and take me to the hospital. But it was just like, you know, my mom left to do something and comes back and her son's <laughs> arm is broken. That's such like a dad thing. Well, like, I didn't know they were gonna do that. <laughs> I didn't know. I. That's such like a Mexican dad thing. No, I think I think he wanted to see us fight too, because you know he's like he's. At least now that I'm a dad, I understand that I'm like, yeah, you want your boys to fight a little bit so they can get stronger. And maybe this is, it makes sense at the time. Yeah. You know, I think, yeah. <laughs> at least your dad took you to the hospital. My, I fractured my wrist and my mom was like, it's fine. Nada más te torciste. 
three days went by my hand was fucking swollen <laughs> bro it was like this it was huge i what what the fuck is up with moms dude i broke I my finger know. i broke my finger and my mom's like just put it in salt water <laughs> and i was like okay and then it, it was like still hurting and it was too late by the time i went to the hospital they're like why didn't you go when it happened i'm like because my mom told me not to go to the hospital <laughs> it took my it took my uh my best friend's mom to tell my mom like, yo, you need to take her to the doctor. Because I couldn't even get into the pool. I couldn't put any pressure on the hand because I felt, literally would feel the, the bone yeah. moving. Like, oh, Jesus. Oh, it hurt so bad. And I remember we went to the we went to the, the doctor and they're like, squeeze my finger. And me, like, just very innocently was like, ah. Like, oh, it yeah. hurt so bad. And they're like, yeah, you fractured it. Like, you're going to have to wear a cast. Damn, dude. And, yeah, that was the only bone I ever fractured or broke. I broke uh, my elbow twice uh, mm. uh and then i broke my finger Ooh. and my heart's been broken a couple times <laughs> okay mine's been broken since the womb no worries <laughs> <laughs> i broke my elbow the last time i broke my elbow i was like 19 and uh, <laughs> uh my girlfriend had like let me know like okay so my girlfriend would talk about at the time my girlfriend would talk about like people that she knew right and uh, we knew a lot of the same people. And there was this one guy uh, uh, that she told me about. And that, like, I was, I was like, a little hesitant. Because he, he was he was a F-U-C-K-B-O-Y. Mm. Okay. Right? Okay. Fuck boy. If anyone <laughs> that doesn't know how to spell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, and uh, she was like, oh, he came by to visit. And I'm like, let me get my ass there right now. <laughs> so I'm riding my bike as fast as I can, right, to get over there. Um, and then I hit a divot in the road, and my bike just, like, flips. And I just remember in my head, I'm like, uh, as I'm floating in the air, getting ready to crash into the pavement, I'm like, um, I better protect my head <laughs> and so I went like this to cover my head no, 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 no. and I hit my elbow and I remember hitting the pavement and my arm just couldn't move it was like pressed up against my arm it looked like a little t-rex arm and I was pulling my bike off the road and um and like uh I crashed in front of this pizza place on 31st and Pulaski and all these girls that I knew were there you know, and they're like, Richard, are you okay? Oh my God. And I was, it was just so surreal for me because I was not expecting to see them there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm good. You know, and they're like, oh my God, we, you know, my mom lives down the street. We could take her to the house to see how you're doing. And I was like, okay, I'll go. And so some girls took my bike to my house and then the other girls took me to see their mom. Uh, I was really grateful for them. They were like little angels. And then they took me to see her mom, and she's like, Mijo, I think your arm is broken. Thank God it wasn't my mom who would have just told me to put salt on it. But uh, she was like, Mijo, I think your arm is broken. I was like, it's not broken. It's not broken. And then I saw the mirror, and my arm was purple, dude. It was purple. And you know what's bad when you're wearing a long sleeve, and that shit gets ripped? That's how hard I hit the pavement, dude. Um, And so I had this purple elbow. Looked terrible. Just terrible. And uh, she's like, uh, she called her husband. I, I believe his name was Ricardo. She's like, Ricardo, look at this boy. He broke his arm. And then the dude looked like he worked all night and slept all <laughs> day, right? Because he woke up and he just, he just like real <laughs> groggy. And he looked at me and his eyes were kind of closed. And then he saw me and he opened his eyes. And he looked at me. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit. And I was like, oh, God, it's bad, oh, dude. <laughs> and then he drove me to the hospital. But the whole time as he was driving me to the hospital, he would just like look at me and be, oh, shit, <laughs> and just keep driving. He dropped me off. And I, I, he, he helped me out because I stopped by my girlfriend's house beforehand. And there was that dude there. And I was just looking at the two of them. And I'm like, look what happened to me. <laughs> Shout out to those two individuals <laughs> who, who I will not name. Yeah. Well, we'll not name, but their names rhyme with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pamantha. <laughs> and Bacris. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it more obvious than if you did it. <laughs> My one time, Chuito, I don't know what happened to Chuito, but, oh, he was, like, really sore from a game or something. And my mom put him, like, in the bathtub, like, really hot water. And then she starts putting this Epsom salt. But, you know, Chui's, like, super... Doesn't know what's going on ever. Starts drinking the salt? No, no, no. Oh. He's like, 
What are you doing? Are you making me into a caldo? <laughs> no, mijo. Here, put a carrot in your mouth. <laughs> I'm just gonna slice up some yeah, potatoes. Yeah, yeah. No, mijo. No, no, no. Shh. Was <laughs> that underwater? Shh. All this pimiento inside the water afterwards. Oregano. Yeah. Those leaves. No, what are they mijo. called? Bay leaf. Uh, bay leaf yeah throw a bay leaf and then throw some uh, some, some <laughs> hominy inside <laughs> yeah throw it in there big as fucking can a puzzle let's put it in there uh, uh, uh. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> a big like wooden spoon yeah just fucking hit him in the head <laughs> boom <laughs> don't no don't struggle it makes the meat taste bad <laughs> Gosh, man. Would you ever eat a person? No. I mean, like, if you had to, like, I mean, not if you had to, obviously. I'm like, <laughs> if you were forced to eat one, would you eat? Uh, uh, but I'm like, okay, would you eat human flesh if you were, like, stranded and there was, like, f- six of you and you were starving, all of you? <sighs> I don't think so. You wouldn't? So you would get eaten? I mean, I don't know if I would, if I was, like, in, I don't know, because I don't, I don't know myself in the state of desperation like that you know you gotta learn you gotta learn who that person is yeah because i don't i don't know if i would eat human i don't know i've never been starving in that way so i don't know how to answer your question but i think okay now that i know that you've never been like starving like that i feel like you would definitely be eating somebody (laughs) (laughs) you're like i can't go without food yeah yeah you're just like yeah, like half a day into the fucking being stranded. Let's eat that guy. Or start biting somebody's <laughs> Listen, neck. Listen, I've been thinking about this. Yeah. That one has to go. <laughs> Got a little bit more meat on yeah, 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 yeah. you. Just... Mm. So you don't know? You don't think you... Do you think you would? Like, if you imagine the darkest part of your mind. If you were so hungry, would you, like, A, volunteer yourself to get eaten? Or would you be... Shit, I ain't volunteering eat. myself to get eaten, but I'll okay. probably eat somebody. See, okay, so, okay, so it's about self perseverance, uh, per, uh, self Pers- preservation. Preservation, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, I, I think I, uh, I would try to hold out as long as I could, but I would eat somebody. I yeah, think. yeah. I think we all would. Yeah. How do you feel about mm, drinking your own pee if you were that thirsty? <sighs> I've smelled my pee. Yeah, same. And I'm just like, I don't, there's nothing appetizing about it. (laughs) Same. I don't pee on my, I wonder. No, no, no. Dude, and if I'm that thirsty, you know how yellow that thing's going to be? Yeah, bro. That thing's going to look like an egg yolk. Ew, just pretend (laughs) it's lemonade. No, dude. Even lemonade don't look that dark, dude. Lemonade is more like a little cloudy. It's like, it's like barely off white, you know, you know. Oh, I But okay. lemonade looks like apple juice. I mean, pee looks like apple juice. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Mm, ew. Yeah. Would you drink apple juice? No, not <laughs> like, yeah. So pee, I wouldn't drink my pee. Uh, I, w- I would eat someone. Now, would you eat someone's pee? <laughs> ew, no. If, I, if we would, could barely drink our own, imagine. Oh, no. Rich, <laughs> oh, my God. No, wait. This leads to a funny-ass story. Okay, let me hear it. So, Chewy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is like, Daisy's looking at this right now. And she's like, oh, my God. I already know what she's going to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I wasn't there for this. but Oh, jeez. Um, Chuito, my mom, and Daisy were out somewhere. And my mom had stopped at a gasoline station. And Daisy was very, very, very thirsty. And my mom was just like, no, 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 I'm not going to get off. I'm going to get off to put gas, but I'm not going to get off to put water. We're almost, or to get water, we're almost home, yeah. you know? <clears throat> what? And, uh. <laughs> Where is this going? <laughs> and so then my mom was just like, there's some water in the back. Get that water. <laughs> Daisy <laughs> is just like, okay, whatever. So she just drinks it. And it's Chewy's pee that he hadn't thrown away. <laughs> And Daisy was just like, Ew, this is Joyce P. Ma, she was like crying and like hysterical and was just like,
like gagging, and my mom was just like, "What's wrong with you? Get by the side, drink choice beer." Your poor sister. Dude. And my mom was, like horrible. was trying not to laugh, but like now <laughs> it's a hilarious story. But in the moment, Daisy was just like, "Joy, why did you put your pee in there?" What did What did Chewy say? Chewy was just like, you know, Chewy. Chewy Whatever, dude. It's just pee, <laughs> dog. I drink it she all the time. Just like not like, didn't really know what was going on. He's it's just like. You know, it explains why Daisy's a little, you know. Just kidding. I'm trying to hide. She's right here. She's watching. She's listening. I'm, I'm this way. I, I, I say that because I know she's going to be listening. Yeah. I was like, that explains why she's not all there. Not <laughs> <laughs> All those little particles that got into her body. Oh, yeah, dude. All those chewy pee particles. All those chewy pee particles. <laughs> chewy germs. Um, I remember I had uh, my uncle vivid memory of him growing up because he was, he was eight years older than me so when he was a teenager I just remember just a bunch of pee bottles in his room all the time I'm like putting his business on blast but it's just such a vivid memory <laughs> it's like just go get up to the bathroom and pee dude yeah that's yeah it's a little weird yeah but it's okay it's okay dude it's okay you just do whatever you need to do dude. yeah <laughs> yeah whatever it's all good bro you can cut that part <laughs> edit that part out um I, I was uh yeah, yeah. Pee's just funny, dude. Like, it's just a funny thing. I, I I'm teaching my son now to just to find places to pee because sometimes he'll just like pee anywhere he wants to. One time I just saw <laughs> yeah. him just peeing in the middle of the backyard, <laughs> just in the middle. Like, there's he wasn't by a tree. He was just out there. No corner. You know, no corner. Like, I'm like, yo, me, you can't do that. He's like, what? I I gotta pee. And I was like, no, you don't get it, dude. <laughs> Neighbors are walking by and stuff yeah. like that, but. I feel like sometimes my neighbors perceive my family as a little hillbilly family. <laughs> a little hillbilly. Yeah, because there's a bunch of toys all over in my backyard, you know. And the other, and the neighbor next to me has a kid like my children's age, but uh, but there's like never any toys outside. Oh, also, the kid doesn't go outside. Oh, you know what okay, I mean? Okay. But uh, but you know, you know what? You, you like you ever see those kids when you're growing up? Because I always felt like. God bless my parents because they kind of just let us be kids. Yeah. You know, we were just crazy, my siblings and I. But there was always kids that had like a lot of order mm. around them. And so they're really nice and clean all the time and there's never any mess in their house. But um, but they're so pent up mm. that when they get a little bit of, just a little bit of give, they just go crazy. Yeah. I remember this kid, uh, uh, Robert, during my third birthday party. Not my third birthday, my third grade birthday party. Like, he came over, and uh, his mom just, like, was always on top of him. The kid, like, you were supposed to read 25 books for the whole year. My man read 50 halfway through the year. You know, like, and then he won, like, a, he read 100 books. It's just, he was really, the kid was a nice kid. His mom was a little much. Oh, okay. But he was nice. But he came over to my house, and he was just so, I think he had, like, soda for the first time or some shit. Because he was going crazy. He farted, and he laughed. It was like, <laughs> he was, like, so free. And he was just going nuts and like jumping on people and just like uh, we were really happy to see him kind of let loose. But I don't know where that guy's at now. You mm. know, I don't know. Maybe he's in jail. Maybe because he killed. I've somebody. always listen. I don't have kids, so oh yeah. t- you know, take my take my word for a grain of salt with yeah. a grain of salt. But I always felt like it's when it comes to parenting, it's better to kind of let your child be free in that sense because the, I feel like obviously there has to be some sort of discipline and some sort of like structure yeah. yeah holding back on certain things that could be dangerous for them but I think when you restrict them too much they can rebel and then they like that's where like um where they're just they start like comparing and they're just like well how come this kid can do that and like mm. how come this kid can do that and how come my mom doesn't let me do that? Mm. And then they start like comparing and then they start wanting to do those things. When in reality, if you would have just talked to them about it or told them, hey, this is the reason why I don't let you do this. Or like, look, I'm going to let you try it out. But mm. just so you know, it has these and these and these consequences or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I feel like that whole like restriction on like. He never had a soda. Poor kid, you yeah, know? Like, yeah. And it's just like a soda, you know? It's right. just like, yes, it has a lot of sugar and all these things, but I think, you know, when you restrict them to that kind of, like, level, they can... I don't know. I feel like, one, they feel left out because everybody else is doing it. Hmm. And that's kind of 
as they grow older, it's kind of just like it's the same thing with like peer pressure, right? Everybody's drinking, and then you don't drink, and then you kind of want to do the same thing. Mm. When in reality, if like your parents would have just told you, like, here, have a beer at home, mm. tell me how you feel, you know? Mm. And my parents have always told me it's better if you do it at home than to do it outside somewhere else where nobody's taking care of you and mm. you don't know what's going to happen to you. Yeah. You know? And I definitely want to give my kids that. It's kind of yeah. like that, like freedom to just kind of be like, yo, look. And I was listening to this. Melissa McCarthy um, interview and she said that she like lets her kids kind of like be free and like express themselves in whatever way they want and she doesn't have like a big reaction when they look a certain way or like they do certain things that she's not used to because like one of her kids is really into anime and like she'll like come home or like she'll go to school with like elf ears and like just like crazy outfits and stuff and her mom or Melissa will be like oh that's cool and her kid will kind of be like, what? Like, because her kid wants a reaction from her. Like, yeah. from her to be like, what are you wearing? Or what are you doing going to school like that or whatever? But she's just like, oh, cool. And then her kid just kind of, she's like, I feel like the more that I accept my kids at the way that they are and the way that they do things, they're kind of just like, oh. Like, mm. I don't have to wild out to get my mom's attention. Like, mm. you know? Give it a couple years and the kid's like, no matter what I did, my mom never noticed me. <laughs> There's always something you're going to yeah, do wrong. They always <laughs> flip it on you, dude. Um, no, I agree with that. My dad would always tell us, um, he was like, I don't want you drinking. I don't want you out there getting like all crazy. But if you do, you can always give me a call and I'll always pick you up. Mm. Um, uh, never feel afraid to let me know to help you guys. And uh, that was really important for me in high school because... I, I just never really got into anything because it wasn't like a rebellious thing because he kind of like gave me permission to do it mm. in a weird way but at the same time he laid out the consequences and I was like I don't really want I don't want that yeah you know what I mean? yeah yeah the same thing with like uh, premarital sex you know he would always tell us like I don't want you guys doing it um, but if you do do it have protection mm. um, and remember who we are if you do get someone pregnant you're gonna raise that baby and you're gonna mm. work and I was like I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to be a dad yet, dude. I, I want to be a dad one day, but I don't want to be a dad now. And so, yeah, I just, uh, I didn't get into anything during high school. To the, like, to the surprise of many people. I, I thought I was going to go to hell the first time I had sex. I was like, I'm going to hell. Yo. <laughs> I was so scared. Like, literally. Just hell? Just, like, straight I, up? Just. Yeah, I was just like, well, this is it. I had sex before marriage, so I'm going to hell. Oh, damn. But I didn't know. I grew up Catholic. I didn't, you know, oh, I, I wasn't a Christian. Right. I became a Christian last year. Yeah, so, Catholic. So for me, religion was like entirely like, yeah. con like condemnation. Yeah. Right. Like for me, it was like, and I still struggle with that today with like, I look at God, like thinking that he's just like, oh my God, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like every time like I pray, God's just like, what the? Okay, he's tell just me. Like this, rubbing his temple. Yeah, oh. he's like, oh, here comes the headache again. You know? Not even. See, this is why you don't celebrate your fucking birthday, dude. <laughs> because you think you're a headache to God. Jesus, man, he loves you so much. Ugh. I know. I know he does. And I like, I feel it, right? Like the other day, I was like looking at the moon. I literally had like this like spiritual encounter with God. And I was just like, oh, you love me so much. Yeah, dude. But. I've always had that like battle so when I had premarital sex I was like I'm doomed I was so scared and then when I became a Christian I was just like oh God loves me yeah I feel that dude I I got I got kicked out of the house when I was 18 so um after that happened like two weeks later I all the things that I hadn't been doing in high school I did it all within a span of a week <laughs> I got like drunk the first time smoked weed for the first time had premarital sex I just, I was just like, okay. Um, yeah, I'm, yo, I'm not a role model. <laughs> we ain't no role no, models. I never asked to be nobody's role model. Uh, I'm just, <laughs> no, but like, I just doubled down and all those things. I was just like, okay, I'm going to do it. You know, my parents being good got me nowhere. Mm. That's what I understood it as. Um, so I, I rebelled uh, real hard and it was kind of a crazy year I just I it's just so much dude so much in so little time and I had no idea who I was until years later and I got married mm. and, and I say years later because I was 18 when that happened 
and I got married when I was 21, 22. So like in a span of four years, you know, like so much had happened. So much of my personality was like defined and tested. Mm. Yeah, it was just fascinating. How did you deal with, and I think this is also like a question for Betsy too when I see her, but how did you guys deal with people asking you, why'd you get married so young? Because when people ask me that, I feel so offended by that because they, they ask it in a way that is just so, that's offensive to me. And I don't know if I'm the one getting offended or if it's like, and I understand that it, I got married young, mm-hmm. but like I almost feel like, like well, why do you have to judge me for it? I almost feel judged for it because there was this guy, he came to, and it's always usually men, but also women too, they do this. Older but, men? Uh, just any any man. Mm. Um, he was like a guy coming to fix like my electric bill or something. But he was like low key like trying to hit on me, but like without hitting on me. Like he was just like, first of all, my dog was gonna attack him, so like I had to like get out of my house to be able to like do this paperwork thing. And he was just like, he was just like, oh cool. So do you live here alone with your dog? And I was just like, no, I live with my husband and my Hell dog. Yeah. And he's like, drop the H-bomb. You're married. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And he's just like, how old are you? I'm like 23. And he's just like, oh my God, you're so young. And I was just like, bro. And no, so first thirsty, of all, nobody bro. asked you. So Second, thirsty. like, oh, it just <clears throat> it just makes me so mad. Like, and I know that it shouldn't make me mad because it's just like, okay, I know the choices that I made, whatever, right? But it just makes me mad because why are you guys so judgmental? Leave me alone. He's not being judgmental, dude. He's you just trying to size so? you up to... to to hook up with you. Yeah, I guess. But it has nothing to do with like, oh, why? You know, he's not really trying to know. He's just trying to be like, would you, would you, are you serious about it? You know, like. <laughs> I've had that so many guys times. Are, it's so stupid. It's all dudes. If you're telling me it's dudes, that means that's all they're after. That's so stupid. Stop doing that. <laughs> 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 My shark week's coming up, so I'm ready to like Yo, square yeah, up hell with somebody. Yeah, bro. Square up like a shark, dude. <laughs> Uh, so I, um, we would get asked why we got married so young and, and our answer was just because we loved each other and, and that's what we wanted. Mm. We wanted to be with each other. Now, do I recommend that? So uh, here, here's the thing. Betsy and I are both the oldest. Yeah. Right. So we have, um, we had a lot of expectations for ourselves. Yeah, for sure. And from other people, you know, um, and it was very interesting because going into our marriage, we had all these expectations, but they weren't necessarily communicated with one another. Mm. It was kind of just like stuff that was in our minds. And that caused a lot of, um, a lot of turbulence in the beginning. Yeah, A lot for sure. of turbulence. Um, but though we had a lot of expectations and maybe some insecure, a lot of insecurities, uh, we're also very stubborn. Mm. You know what I mean? Because we were at that very pivotal age of our lives, being so young, where, you know, you're no longer in the house. You're now your own individual. So we were like, no, my decisions are sound, and my decisions are my decisions. And we love each other. So I think there was a lot of that. Um, And I know that to a lot of people, it was perceived that we had everything going on for us, Mm. you know, that everything was working out uh, from the beginning. When in actuality, no, that's not the case. Mm. And that was to a lot of our young couple friends because all the older couple friends, they knew they were like, yo, yeah, the first year, first five years are the hardest, you know, that's when things start smoothing out afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of, we had good people around us kind of like good. guiding us and doing that stuff. But I never took offense to why we got married. I think it's very different for a woman though because... That's what I was going to say. That's why I was like, I need to ask Betsy because I think yeah. for men, it's a li- like they don't really... Yeah, I don't know why it's different. Why do you think it's different? I, but well, it is. I just don't know, necessarily know why. Well, I, I'm not sure. I think, um, huh? I think for guys, there's less pressure on us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you know, it's easy to just chalk up a dude for being like dumb when he's young. You mm. know what I mean? Uh, and I think there's a lot more pressure on a woman to have make sure that she has everything together. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. Um, especially because I think women are uh, the prize, ultimately. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, men aren't. They get the prize. They're, they're not the prize. Yeah. So, so a woman needs to have it all together. And a guy just needs to be 
smart enough to get her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Betsy and I tease each other because uh, she's like, um, you know, I you know I tell her that she's smart, and she tells me that I'm smart, and then she was like, well, I'm smarter than you because I'm the one that got I picked you, and and she's trying to say that she's not smart and then I'm like dumber because I got her <laughs> no. and it's such a and we did that like literally right before we, we got here today the night before I got here we had breakfast together and so I was just like is this such a trap it's just like <laughs> yeah you're right <laughs> you know what I mean or or no of course not baby you know what I mean it's such a, it's like such a it's a funny game to play yeah yeah you know it's like it's like the compliment Olympics and there's always like an underlying <laughs> sneak this <laughs> yeah but I noticed that Betsy and I, we only make fun of ourselves. Mm. You know, like we only make fun of ourselves. Not of each other. Uh, sometimes we make fun of each other. Mm-hmm. It's it's good when we, we we can get a couple jokes in. Yeah, so us and I make fun of each other all the time. <laughs> the other day, I was like smiling at him. I was like, "You're so cute." Or it was like one of his brother's birthday parties, and I was smiling at him, and he's just like, "Damn, your biggest." <laughs> <laughs> You're so mean. <laughs> I tell my, I tell him all the time. I'm like, I got horse teeth. I have huge teeth. Have yeah, you got teeth. those big old corn kernel chompers, dude. Those are those Aztec teeth, bro. Those big old teeth. Big old. I like my molars came in really fast too. Like my, te- like my teeth. You were like 15. Have always been like, yeah, like they've always grown like. You know when you get like your baby teeth out, like my teeth yeah. would always grow back super fast, and like big too. They were huge, and like they would just grow in like really fast. Did you have uh, braces? I did, and I'd only had them for like a year and a half because they moved so quickly. Like so, everything with my teeth, like they're just so I don't know. They work to my favor all the time. Yeah. Which is yeah. That's good, good, dude. Have you ever gotten your appendix out? No, I haven't. You haven't. I hope you never do. I've gotten my tonsils out. Hmm. How does that feel? Uh, it feels like, how do you know that you need to get them out? Um, because then you can't, you can't breathe because they're too big. <laughs> they're like too swollen. Um, I never had any problems with my tonsils until college when I was praying the Lord, praying to the Lord, Lord, stop, uh, Lord, take away my wholeness from me. I don't want to be a hoe no more in college. And he's like, I got you, dog. And then he just like made me bedridden Talks for like. yeah, yeah, <laughs> made me bedridden for like a, a week, and I was like starving and oh. and uh, and like dehydrated. And um, they took me to the hospital, and got my tonsils removed, um, and it, it hurts for a little bit, but it feels great afterwards. Good. Yeah. That's good. Appendicitis. Appendicitis. It was bad. I knew that I I knew something was wrong with my appendix months before I actually needed to get it out. Oh dang. Because. I would get like this really bad stomach pain and I thought yeah. it was just gas pain because my like my entire stomach would get uh, inflamed and like blow I would get bo- bloated and it would like hurt so bad like to the point where I'd have to like sleep on my stomach and then that was like in January February by August I got it really bad to the point where I was just like it's just gas pain like it just has to be gas I just need to fart and so I was, like, running around my house, like, trying to, like, get this fart out, squatting, like, pressing my stomach like this. Nothing was helping, and so I was just like, just try to go to sleep, you know? Were you guys married? Yeah, we were (gasps) married. So this was barely, like, two years ago. Yeah. Okay, yeah. (laughs) And so I I couldn't sleep, and that doesn't happen to me. Like, if I can't sleep, it's because something's wrong. And I'm very in tune with my body, so I know when something's wrong. Yeah. And so I told Sebas, I was like, Sebas, it's my appendix. I was like, something's really wrong. I was like, we need to go to the hospital. And he's like, you're being so dramatic. You're you're exaggerating. And I was just like, Sebas, if you don't get out of bed right now, I'm leaving by myself. I'm going to my mom's house, and I'm going to go have her take me to the hospital. I was like, because it hurts. It hurts really bad. And he and I was pissed at this point because it hurt. It, yeah. it hurt really bad, and I knew something was wrong. And he didn't get out of bed. And so then I was just like, I'm leaving. And I left. I drove to my mom's house. My mom took me to the hospital and um, took like a couple hours for them to... Did like, it burst? To It didn't burst, but it was, it was close. But they like pressed me. They pressed my stomach and I was just like, ah. And he's like, yep. He's like, uh, we're going to have to take like a CAT scan of you because I think it's your appendix. And one of the nurses was just like, I think it's just gas. And I was like, I think it's just gas too. And I was like, and if it's just a fart, I'm going to be so embarrassed. I'm like, I'm so sorry <laughs> if it's just a fart. But no, it was in my appendix. 
and they took it out a couple hours later in the morning. Sebas was like, it was like five in the morning by the time that Sebas was awake, and I was just like, it's my appendix, by the way. Bro, yeah, yeah. And he was just like, oh shit. I'm sorry, bro. I'm so sorry. And then he came, and you know, he was being all nice or whatever. I was like, nice. get out of my face. <laughs> no, I, I, my mom used to tell me when we were growing up uh, that it would be on my right side. She's like, if you feel pain in your yeah. right side, it might be your appendix. And I just remember every time I had pain in my right side, I was just like, oh, God, my, my appendix. appendix is going to blow up. I it was so that, weird. Because, like, I, it wasn't necessarily on my right side. Huh. I, if, like, they pressed on my right side, it would hurt. But if I did it myself, it wouldn't hurt. But, like, if, if the doctor did it, it hurt. Mm. Hmm. But it was all over, like, all over my stomach. And I had to, like, bend down like that. And, like, I didn't have a fever or anything. My body's really strong, which I thank god for so shout out much. to your body dude yeah my my god made me so strong because i didn't like throw up i d- didn't have um fever or anything like that i just had chills and like just like really bad pain and i was nauseous but i didn't throw up or anything but yeah it was it was a bad it was a bad experience it but was it was bad. it was also a good experience it was a bad <laughs> yeah but it was good because i got it out and i was fine but it hurts afterwards too like yeah. after, like to walk and stuff and I remember, like, the first time I got up, I think I got up too fast, and I went to the bathroom, my blood pressure, like, dropped, and so I was just, like, yeah, and just, like, fainting? Almost fainting, yeah. Oh, my gosh, dude. I think the last, like, physical infirmity infirmi- infirmity I had was, um, I had, like, some gastritis, but, like, mm. really bad gastritis. I just started working at Uber. Um, it was, Is like, this early. when you guys took the pictures? Yeah, <laughs> like, the, the classic picture. <laughs> Um, and so it was like right around Christmas time and, uh, I started working there and, you know, I had to get there early, early, like 6am, 7am and, um, and they would have like free cold brew coffee on tap. Yikes. Right. That's dangerous. It is dangerous, dude. And I would drink like three cups before lunch every morning, (laughs) you know, just fucking coffee, (laughs) no food. Um, and it was cool. And I'm like, this is great. This is the most delicious thing. It's so smooth. It's not even acidic. And then just ripping up my insides. And I remember like one, a couple of days, it was just like, I didn't feel well. So I did like the, you know, brown people uh, remedy of just drinking ginger ale because that was going to mm-hmm. heal me. And it did. A bunch uh, of sugar. Yeah, just a bunch of sugar and, and ginger flavor <laughs> uh, to aid digestion. Uh, <laughs> um and it, it worked for a couple days, uh, but then my 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 uh, my suegra made me like a bunch of tacos, and they were so delicious. But then I threw them all up, oh. and I was just like hurting, the worst pain in my stomach that I'd ever experienced uh, to that point. And uh, and uh, you know, very much just like Sebas, my partner thought I was like faking it. Didn't really <laughs> take me seriously. What's about up with it. them? Not you know, believing us. Mexican. It's a Mexican thing. It's a Mexican thing, dude. Us Chicanos are Yeah. Nah, dude. Please. And they think we're like babies. Yeah. I'm actually dying. (laughs) Yeah. You don't need both your legs. (laughs) You're good with one. (laughs) I'll make one out of a palo. (laughs) Seriously, dude. Uh, And so we took some photos at the mall because my my wife's brother came for Christmas so they want to take pictures and the whole time we're waiting to take these pictures I'm just like keeled over I'm like huddled in a ball my kids are curious of why the hell I'm like this you know what I mean they're like dad and I'm just like I can't play with you right now I'm just so sick and uh, they uh, we were going to take the photo and I was in the back because I'm the tallest one in the family Uh, so I'm in the back I'm like like huddled behind everybody and they come to three I'm like one two three and I pop my head on I smile and then I just die, I colla- <laughs> collapse again afterwards um and uh yeah so those photos are really funny because you can see how sick I look in my face you can't you can't no I I wouldn't have known until you told me the backstory oh yeah yeah you know? I was really messed up um and then uh and then I went to the hospital later that night yeah. And what do they do? They pump fluids in me because I couldn't really drink fluids without like yeah. feeling sick. So they had to put it through the IV. Uh, and then it went away. I think I took some pills for like a week, two weeks. And then it, and then I never had the problem again. Bro, IVs magical. They really are, dude. Like I felt like instantly better the moment they like admit me in a hospital and put the IV and I'm just like, ah, oh, 
We should do an episode where we just have IV bags <gasps> hooked up to we us. We should. Yeah. How much do you think that costs? Oh, like thirteen bucks an Not, hour. <laughs> yeah, an hour. We need it. We need a. We need a higher technician. We do, so we can just get IVs. Also, we said we were gonna have this conversation last week when we saw each other. Jelly-filled donuts, Richard. Oh, what's your problem? Right, jelly-filled donuts are the best donuts. I vote jelly-filled supremacy, dude. <laughs> mm. Raspberry, oh my God, fill the raspberry. Mm. Or um, strawberry jelly is pretty good. Or blueberry jelly is delicious. It's just because it's a different texture within the donut. Yeah. Oh my God, Listen, so good, dude. I don't hate them. Like uh-huh. I'll eat it if it's the last donut then available. Then you've lost this argument, dude. Yeah, but I, uh, I don't really. That's not my first choice of donut. Okay, what's your first choice of donut? Apple cider donuts. Them fluffy donuts. You just bite All donuts into. are fluffy, dude. No, Dunkin' Donuts are fucking stale, bro. I mean, I mean if you buy them <laughs> stale, they're gonna be stale. But like, <laughs> but we're not talking about brands of donuts. We're talking about types of donuts. Yeah, apple cider donut, like like a regular like old fashioned donut. A regular old fashioned apple cider donut that you only get during the fall time, correct? Yeah, like those are my favorite types of donuts. See, I mean, like, can you even count a seasonal donut as your favorite okay, donut? Okay, fine then. Because this is your go-to. We're talking about your go-to <sighs> every single day. Because they're not going to have apple cider every day. Then old-fashioned, I would say. An old-fashioned or a powdered donut. That crumbly, dusty old donut, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm simple, girl. Old-fashioned. That's so crazy. The type of donut that you like really does say a lot about your personality. Because I am filled with joy and love. <laughs> you are... Dusty. <laughs> I'm dusty old. Crumbly. Dusty old crumbly dude. Prince. Appendix don't work, head ass. No, no. I don't even got an appendix. That's why it don't work, dude. I don't have it. It's just in a it's in a box somewhere. It's like in it's a, a in little. A, like, it's in Chuito's water bottle. <laughs> With this pee. Yeah, Daisy drinks it. Ew, so Mom, Jesse's appendix was in there. Yeah, that's so disgusting. Yeah, dude. Um. Yeah, shout out to your appendix. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. But yeah, sad. dude. Yeah. Old fashioned, really? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Not a big, like, donut person, but if I do eat donuts. Then why are you even having this <laughs> argument with me? You because started a fight about something you weren't even passionate about, and then you picked the worst it's donut in the list. Week. <laughs> yes, <Richard. exactly. laughs> I need to square up with somebody. I gotta square up, dude. I'm just fighting for the sake of fighting, dude. <laughs> I don't want to. I've been fighting my whole life. All of my <laughs> life, so I had I to fight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, That's dude. A good song. Jelly donuts. Um, donuts are my favorite kind of dessert. Yeah. Oh, really? My favorite dessert are donuts. There is this cake. Oh, my God. My cousins, if they're watching this, they're going to be like, you said that if we were, you. it's overrated, and we were being exaggerated Chocolate about flan? how good it was. No, they, they bought this cake. Um, or they buy this cake. It's a white chocolate raspberry cake, and they buy it from this place in Chicago, or I think it's it's around here. I don't know, but it's like only this place has it, and it's a white white chocolate cake, and they have like a raspberry like filling, like a dressing yeah, on the side, mm. like to put on top of the cake, and it's really good. And at first, Where I was from? just like, I don't know. I'll give you the place when I figure it out. Yeah, I don't know, yeah, yeah. but I'll, but um. They were, like, saying how good this cake was, right? And it was, like, a party I was hosting at my house. And they were just like, oh, my God, Viviana brought this cake. It's, like, the best cake ever. And they were just, like, hyping it up so much that when I tasted it, I was just like, okay, this isn't as good as you guys said. But then when I didn't have it and then they brought it to another party, I was just like, oh, my God, it's the cake that tasted so good. (laughs) Uh So it's, like, one of those cakes that you can't hype it up. But, like, at the same time, it's, like, it's good. It's a good cake. And you like to fight and square up. About cake and dessert. Uh, yeah. So you're like, this isn't good. This, Yeah. I. That's that's one of the things is when people love something so much, I hate being, like, I hate loving it too. Why? Okay. Tell me. Break it down for me, dude. I don't know. But when, when, some, when there's like a trend going on, I'm just like, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to. Or when people are watching the same movie that everybody else is watching, I'm just like, I don't want to watch it. Or the show. I wait till like the the like the what's it called like the just like the i don't know how to explain it like the <laughs> i don't know my brand blinking 
when it comes out on video or when no like the hype like oh when the hype is over. when the hype is over about the okay. the show or a movie or whatever that's or an when album, you watch it then i'll go and listen or watch or whatever and because, then you get all excited about it and then i get excited about it afterwards and everybody was just like the hell you told yeah about, i told you about this a long time ago and i was just like yeah but i want to do it on my own <laughs> Okay, so it's there's like a there's a rebellion there. Yeah, right? for sure. Just like counter. Okay, okay, okay. I, I feel that I, I I do that to a certain I, I do to a certain extent. Yeah. For me, I think it's more apps. Mm. <laughs> you know, when I saw like when when TikTok first came out, I was really hesitant to to go on TikTok mm. because I saw what was on there. Old school TikTok was just like just girls thirst yeah. trapping the entire time, and I was yeah. like, I don't. You don't need that. No, in your you know, life. but. My, I foolishly didn't see the potential of the app, which was you can do funny jokes and stuff like that. And I think that's that's what it has become. But I think yeah, like at first it wasn't yeah. necessarily that lip singing in and general and dancing. just dancing. Yeah. But. And then even the commercials for it, like I remember, I remember just like the advertisements uh, on YouTube and stuff like that. And it would just be like hot girls. I was like, I don't, I, I don't need this in my life. <laughs> <laughs> no lord please I can't fight no more I don't know what kind of algorithm you want Richard <laughs> the hot girl algorithm <laughs> uh, yeah. what 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 were your advertisements like <laughs> advertisements uh, yeah my advertisements right now because I watch like so many sermons are like Christian dating apps and things like that and I'm just like nice. I don't need that anymore but um, that or like these weird like Christian commercials that are just like, why can't we just have better advertisements than this? Like why just weird like commercials or like scenarios that they'll put up as like promotion for a certain program that can help people? It's just not sin anymore. Not good. Yeah, <laughs> so weird. You never have to sin again, dude. Never. After this program. Yeah. I uh, my my thing my algorithm looks more like um. Uh, musician packs you know like mm. producer packs uh, like uh, drum loops or anything like that any like cool plug in uh, to buy musical gear and then occasionally something that I brought up to somebody the day before and then it'll give me an advertisement yeah, for it weird? and I'm just like apple cider donut ad. <laughs> you know what I mean it's gonna come up you're gonna get like a yeah dude um, yeah so I'm a little counterculture as well uh, but typically for things that I feel like uh, don't have, like I've always been counterculture when it comes to pop, like anything pop. I'm just like like pop music or anything. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. I've never Me been a big either. fan since I was young. Me either. At Zara, I'm just like, oh my god! Like I Play literally some better feel, music. I yeah. literally feel like stabbing my ears with like <laughs> fucking <laughs> knives, bro. I'm just like. When they turn off the music at like 30 minutes before <laughs> yeah. close, oh my god, like my ears, the scunts, and they're just like, oh my god, finally. Jeez. But bro, it's, it's the torture. worst music ever. Like it, they just say the same thing over and over again, and it's just like, dun, 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 dun. And it's baby. just like, yo, no. Baby, 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 baby. Uh, and like occasionally, like The Weeknd by SZA will come on, and that's like the only good song. Yeah. But yeah, like they're, it's all just pop music, and it's just like it hurts my head. Yeah, it's too much. It's it's nauseating. It it's is. Nauseating. It really is. Yeah. And then it, it like makes me feel weird. I don't know if it like give. It gives me a weird feeling. It makes me feel like, like I'm living in a very materialistic world. It's weird, and I mean we do right, but like, it just makes me feel like, is there any purpose to this life? Because you have to think about it, right? Like. I'm in this environment where there's just clothes around me. People are just buying things. Yeah, consumers. Yeah, yeah, they're just consuming. And then, like, you're consuming this music, too, that's like... Doo, doo, doo. That's very, very capitalistic. It's not it's to crazy. push art. It's just very much to be uh, bought and then repackaged differently another yeah, generation from and it now. Just, like, it's, it makes me feel really weird. I don't know. It just makes me feel like, what's, like, the purpose to buy like for people buying all these things and buying all this clothes like do they feel like what do they feel like i understand the purpose of buying clothes right like sometimes you want to buy clothes sometimes you need it whatever yeah. it doesn't mm -hmm. matter like mm -hmm. i don't think you necessarily need a purpose to buy clothes i think you can buy clothes if you want to right um but at like the deepest of my anxiety and existential crisis i was at ulta okay buying things and 
low-key, I was, like, trying to do something to make me feel better. And when I was younger, I feel like my dad would do that a lot. It's like, he'd buy me things to, like, make me happy. Mm. And I, at a young age, I realized that buying things doesn't make you happy or, Mm-mm. like, things don't make you happy. Mm-mm. But I would always try to get happiness out of things because that's the only thing I had. Mm. So I had everything that I needed so I was just like trying to find like like a excitement in something mm. um, material. So if it's like if a new toy came out, I really wanted it, but like a week later, like I I didn't want to play with it. But like in my head, I was only like six or seven, but I was trying to figure out like why don't I want this toy anymore? Why do I want the other one if I just right. got this one? Mm. Um. So now. I was like at Ulta and I was just like, what is the point of buying things? And I was just really concerned because I had right. never had that thought before. Mm. I had just bought things before and would be like, oh, I need it, whatever. But right. I was in line and I was literally freaking out, like panicking because I was just like, why do we buy things? Like, what what is yeah. this life about? Why do we buy things? Um, am I really living the purpose that I have for my life? It was de- it was like a spiral because I was... And it was a spiral just from, you know, like going out and buying something. And that had never happened. So it was definitely like a big awakening of just yeah. like, what am I doing? And what are we doing with our lives? And is it even worth living, right? Like, because mm. if we're eventually going to die, what's the point of all of this? Mm. And so... That's very interesting. It's a hard, it's a hard thing when you get to that like point. And nobody told me that you can have a crisis like that. Like I didn't know about that. I don't know if you've ever had that existential crisis. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah. I didn't know that could happen. So when it started happening to me, I thought I was going crazy, cause Sevas was just like, "Oh yeah, I already went through that," and I was just like, "Why nobody tell me that?" Like you never like studied existentialism in school or anything like that. No. No, you never no. read like Albert Camus or nothing like that. No, and my the stranger. Mom, and I, t- I was like explaining it to my mom. I was just, like, I just don't get why we're here. She's like, what do you mean? Like she was just like, you know, we're just here to like live, you know, do things. Yeah. But I, was just, but I was just like, yeah, but what's the point of doing them if we're gonna die? Do right. We, do we actually matter? Or? Yeah, it's it's the age old question. It's why it's why it's what philosophers have been thinking about for years yeah. and years and, and centuries. Um, right now, we live in a very interesting time in society where, and I'll start it off by saying this: you know that it's written that capitalism is the religion of the rich, mm. right? And consumerism is the religion of the poor, Aww. right? Uh, it's because we get taught mm. philosophies now, especially here in the United States, where the individual is the most important thing, mm. right? It's how you feel. Mm. Do you, you know what I mean? Take self-care, mm. you know what I mean? It's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you because you're the individual, mm. right? And then, uh, because that's like the philosophy that goes around, mm. you know, uh, that we need to take care of ourselves, that it's all about us, you know what I mean? Uh, where in other places in the world, it's either about family, yeah. right? The collectivism, it's about family, um, it's more self-sacrificial. Mm. Uh, you know, sometimes people critique um, Asian parents for being tiger parents when in actuality it's like, no, the expectation is that the child serves the family. So they do what they have to do and then they bring that back and they bring the family up together, mm. right? It's just like, it's all these sacrifices that we do for each other. Um, but in the United States, we get taught individualism, right? Mm. It's all about us, you know? No, no, I, I'm i not going to give anything to my kids. It's just about uh, my thing, right? I'm going to send my parents to an old folks home. Uh, I'm not going to let them live with me. You know what I mean? I'm not going to take care of them. They didn't take care of me. You know, it's all about just ourselves. It's very, very American. I'm not going to take care of uh, the poor. Mm. You know, that's their issue, you know. Um, and what big companies do is that they try to instill the idea that the product that they have is a part of your personality. Mm. We got little MacBooks, right? Why do we have MacBooks? Because MacBooks are for artists. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Duh, you can't make art without a MacBook. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? When in actuality, no, no, you can you make can. art on anything you want to, mm-hmm. right? But the advertisements for those were just, it's a creative powerhouse. PCs are for gamers. Mm-hmm. 
you know, if you want to play games, you got to get a PC. You know what I mean? Uh, and PC people will probably tell me like, yeah, no, you absolutely have to get a PC um, just because of the computing power. But everything is designed for that. You know, it represents who you are. You know, the apps you use. Yeah. TikTok is a young app. Facebook's old people stuff now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it, Instagram it, yeah, is Yeah, yeah. Coca-Cola is classic. You know, Pepsi's about the new generation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like all these little slogans. It's just about being able to imprint those things on yourself because in reality sometimes we spend years of our lives not being aware of those things right and then we realize that this is all just fake yeah right there's no substance behind it Mm. right and then when you but when you realize that it's scary it is scary just like where does my identity lie yeah it is it, it, it is very scary and um i think that's why I think that's why religion is so important. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. I think a lot of people are probably just like, well, I don't know. I still almost feel like people are very off-put by religion, especially Christianity. So I like still sometimes hold back about talking about it because I get scared that people are going to be like... Like, I don't want to listen to her, like, talk about God, yeah, Yeah. stuff like that. But at the same time, it's just, like, what's become a part of me now because I realize how much it's changed my life. Yeah. Um, Because at that that same point of that existential crisis is when I was just, like, man, I got to find God again. Like, I felt Mm. like God knocking at my door and being, like, yo. And I remember being on a walk, um, and I, like, was just talking to God, and I was just, like, I really want to believe in you, but I'm scared to believe in you fully. Because mm. like, I don't know what I'm going to have to sacrifice, and I don't know if I want to sacrifice it. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting you say that, because I, w- I was just reading um, some scripture yesterday, and it just talks about when Jesus came, you know, he was going to baptize the world in fire mm. and the Holy Spirit. And, uh, you know, John the Baptist talks about, like, he's going to bring everything into the grain house and all the chafe, which is like the extra material is going to get burned up. You know, and I I used to be preached that as if it was uh, people. Mm. If you're chafe, you know, you're going to get taken away like God's going to take you out. So that was really scary for me. But then I realized it's more like parts of yourself Mm. that you don't need, that don't serve you. Mm. Because if if we think about it, right, there's things that we like about ourselves uh, or rather that we hold on to them. They don't really serve us just because they're a security blanket. Mm hmm. You know, they actually become a hindrance. Yeah, for sure. And you can see how that affects your relationships, yeah. uh, the things that you hold on to. I know that for me, I, and I struggle with this a lot, um, insecurity that Betsy's mad at me all the time. Mm-hmm. If Betsy's upset about something, I assume automatically it's me. It's you, yeah. Right? Does that serve me, Jesse? Mm-mm. No. Does it help me? Does it help me to think that everyone's upset at me all the time? Yeah, no. No, it doesn't, Right. Um, and so I have to let that go. It's little by little chiseling away at it. Mm. And as my friend Ethan Butler said, it takes a long time to build these walls. So it's going to take a long Long time time to take them back down. down. Yeah. Yeah, And so we just have to move in that way, man. Uh, for me, I feel like religion is extremely important. Um, I, I believe in God. Right, but I also know that God is just incomprehensible. Yeah, for sure. You know, he's not in the box that, a lot of people try to put him in. He's not some dude in the sky. It's it's something completely outside of yeah, my ability even, to understand. There's not even like a shape. No, no, no. I don't think there is. Um, and so I, I try to pursue that truth because I do know that whatever happens in my life, generations are going to get affected. Mm. How I act now will affect my children in the future, will yeah. affect their children. Because you've seen how past generations have affected right, you, right? I and see I, that, and I believe it. And I believe it was Socrates that said, um, "A wise man plants a tree that he'll never rest in the shade of." You know, so like knowing that you're never going to rest in that shade. Yeah. But you plant a tree anyway because you know your children will. Yeah. You know, you know that your family will. Yeah. Um. And so, like, it's good sometimes to check out, you know, check out of, like, uh, to step away from society. But sometimes I, I freak out because that also, that idea is also a, a marketable and commercial idea. Mm. You know, the idea like, oh, you could step away and, and take it, you know, take a trip, learn something. You know what mm. I mean? And then 
people are like, get an Airbnb and do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, capitalism is, is pervasive in our world. You know what I mean? I saw like that memes. It's like, you know, you're trying to, trying to sort of square up with capitalism, but like, damn, I'm participating in it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like capitalism got hands, you it's, know? Yeah. Um, but know why you buy something. Yeah. I think it's just being intentional yeah. and knowing where your identity lies. Uh-huh. Not, it's just about being aware. Being aware. Because you're going to, you can't knock down the whole cap you can't knock down capitalism no, and there's it's benefits to it there's benefits yeah, to it it's, it's, sure. it's, it hasn't worked for so long because it's all bad yeah you know what I mean so yeah dude we're at an hour we're at an hour we're at an hour hmm our time has been great together episode 2 episode 2 there's some nice little gems in this one yeah yeah dude nice little gems uh guys take care yeah have a good one bye lie you <laughs>